If you don't know the words, just make up something. Right? Make up something that sounds like sunshine. Because we got sunshine. We got the sun. That's S-O-N shine. Not S-U-N shine. S-O. We don't. We got the greatest light in all the universe shining in us and through us. Glory to God. And we should rejoice every day of our life. The Lord has made us glad from the inside out, not from the outside in. Amen? So everybody ready? Everybody, right? Here we go. Sunshine, sunshine in my soul today. I got the sunshine? <laughs> this side, you got sunshine? Yeah. Middle? Yeah. <laughs> this side? Yeah. All right, I'll let you sit down. Glory to God. Thanks, choir. <laughs> Wasn't that fun? We needed something fun. The Word of God is fun. The, the life of a Christian is fun. Amen? If, if we're not... You know, the good thing is, is if we don't feel happy, feelings are totally unreliable. You are happy. You just got to dig a little deeper. We don't rely on feelings for our happiness. Amen? <laughs> you ever notice people that rely on feelings for their happiness aren't very happy people? Right? Because they always have to have an outside source to make them happy. We have an inside source keeping us full of joy. Glory to God. We have the Word of God. We have the life of God running through us and in us. Glory to God. we got good stuff happening. Phew! Want to get in order today? Well, let's pray and we'll believe God together. Show us something good. Father, we do thank You. You are a good God. You are our good Father God. And we thank You for Your Word. We thank You for the fellowship of brothers and sisters, Lord, as we come together in, in a one accord, Lord, that Your Word will come forth and that there will be revelation and utterance, Lord. There will, be an, there will come an anointing, Lord, to hear and receive what you, would, what you would desire to give us today, Lord, that it would be planted into the good soil of our heart and it would bring forth, it would produce a fruit in our lives unto the lives of others. And we give you glory and thanks in advance for every good thing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Let's open up our Bibles to Matthew 7. Every now and then just say, Sunshine, sunshine in my soul today. Matthew 7. You know, I was uh, looking at some different things recently. And, and you know, a lot of people... You'll hear them say, well, I, I asked for this and I didn't get anything and I prayed and I believed and, and I didn't get anything. And, and it's almost like they're saying God has a giving problem. You ever heard people talk that way? You know, God doesn't have a giving problem. No. Did you know that? Did you know in Matthew 7, 8, right here where we're talking about, it proves that God doesn't have a giving problem. What? How many ask? Who receives? It says everyone that asks receives. So how many people does God give to? Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> I love you guys. You know how nice it is to be here. Huh? 
Florida is good. We we just I just love the. It's it's good to be able to go everywhere you go and just be around people that love you and that you love. Amen. Glory to God. Everyone that asks receives. Has anybody ever asked for something and felt like they didn't get it? Huh? You don't have to lie. <laughs> it wasn't a hard question. <laughs> right? I think everyone at one time in their life felt like they asked and they felt like they asked in faith and didn't get what they asked for. Amen? But this would contradict what we thought. Because God says, everyone that asks receives. You know, people say, well, sometimes He says you ask amiss. Yeah, that's true. That didn't mean you couldn't receive. It means... It doesn't mean he doesn't give. It meant you couldn't receive. If you'll read the rest of that verse, it says, you ask amiss, you didn't receive because you ask amiss. He didn't say, I didn't give because you ask amiss. He said, you couldn't receive what I gave because you ask amiss. What was he giving? Wisdom. All right? Oh, no, that's, that's earlier in the chapter. What was he giving? Whatever you asked for, but you asked for it in a miss. So he, gave, he could have gave, but with your heart being in the wrong place, you couldn't receive it. Amen? How many know the heart is where we receive the things of God? That's why that's why that's where your faith comes from. Because when you receive a word from the Lord into your heart and you have the faith in there to believe that it's his word, then you will produce the fruit of that word. Amen. That's why Peter did walk on the water because he said, "Lord, if it's you, bid me come." And he got faith like brother Moore was just talking about what last weekend and he stepped out on the water. Right? Faith came by hearing. Doubt came by seeing. Right? right? <laughs> now, doubt came by seeing. Faith comes by hearing and acknowledging that it's the Word of the Lord. He said, Lord, if that's you, Master, if that's you, bid me come. So faith, he immediately acknowledged that's the Lord. And when he said come, that's the Word of the Lord. And he, and he took that into his heart and it produced the fruit of walking on the water. Amen? And the Word of God will produce fruit in our lives at all times. And He gives it freely. He gives this Word. He gives His goodness freely. It, the, the whole context of this chapter is about Him being a good Father. The first thing we need to know is He gives to all that ask. Amen? And then you got people say, yeah, but you don't know what you'll get. Yeah, read the rest of the chapter. Right? The rest of the chapter says, Who of you, if you have a son, and he asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or, or, right? Is that what he's talking about? And, he said, and then he says, if, if you, being evil... He's talking to them. We're not evil, right? But if you, not being God... How about that? If you, not being God the Father know how to give good gifts, how much more does He know how to give good gifts to who? Them that ask Him. So one of the keys to getting the gift is asking. Right? (laughs) Let me go back over here. I'm going to get exercised up today. I'm going to keep smiling all the way. Right? I'm contagious. I am. I'm contagious with joy. And peace, you guys are too. I'm feeling it from you. I'm catching some of it. Right? I'm get, I'm get, I'm getting worse off in joy. <laughs> Better off in joy. How about that? Amen. How how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things 
to them who ask Him. He's a good God. So not only does He give to those who ask Him, He gives good things. Amen? He doesn't give you a snake if you ask for... or what, what, what is it that He gives you a snake? Uh, fish, yeah. He doesn't give you a snake. Thanks, man. Get up here. He doesn't give you a snake if you ask for fish. I don't know what you're doing asking for fish when you could have steak. But He doesn't give you a snake. He doesn't give bad when you ask for good. He gives good. In fact is, not only would you get a fish, you'd probably get a steak with it. Not only would you get bread, you would get the best bread. And yes, in, in our flesh, it's easy to ask that question. Why have I asked? I've been believing. I've been this. And, and, and we're asking the wrong question. We're asking the wrong question because when we ask those questions, we're questioning God's goodness. And He said, if you ask, I'll give unto you. So what am I missing, not what is God missing? How can I put myself in a better place to receive what God's got for me? Because He's a giver and He's not going to hold you up. If, you know, Ramsey has everything I can possibly give her. She has stuff she doesn't need. Why? Because she's my daughter and I love giving to her. It makes me so happy to give to her. Amen? How many parents would say that's true of you? Why? Because that's the Father's heart. And I'm not saying it's not fun when you give something to them and they take it for granted. And that's when they start getting a mess and you don't get to give them as much. Why? Because it becomes not a gift anymore. When the giving becomes an, an ungift, it becomes no fun. Right? How many know God likes us to acknowledge that He's our Father? Not just your source. Not just your source. He is your source. He is your supply. He is your provider. But He's your Father. The reason He's your source is because He loves you. Not because He's just a good source. Right? That's, what, that's why you got people relying on money because they don't know the difference between money and God because it's just a source. There's a huge difference between money and God. Money will not love you back. Money will not get you. It is the lowest form of power and He is the highest form of power. And He is a good God and a good Father. Not just your source, your source because He loves you. Not just your provider, but your provider because He's your Father. And it makes Him happy to give to you. Amen? He smiles every time you receive a gift from Him. Be it your, be it your daily bread or a new car. He smiles when He's able to get it to you. Because He always had it for you. Amen? When people are forgiven, God smiles. Why? Because He had that for you. He wanted you forgiven. He did not want you in condemnation. He didn't want you out there believing things wrong about Him. He wanted you to know who He was. Amen? He gives good gifts. He gave Jesus Christ. Does everybody receive that gift? He still gave it to everybody. Everyone who asks receives. Many times people say, Lord, help me. And He says, I sent Jesus. And they say, well, I need help. <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't need help. You got Jesus. 
You got all the help you could ever have asked for. You have salvation through the blood of God. But what's it say in, in John 1? John 1. Go to John 1. John 1. I got John 1 in here. It's in, my, it's in these notes somewhere. John 1. John 1 in verse... Oh, verse... Yep, that's the one. 12. John 1, 12. John 1, 12. It says, As many as received Him, to them He gave the power to become sons of God. What did He give? Power to become sons of God. How? By believing in His name. He didn't even make it hard. He gave you the power to become a son of God by believing in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Is that a good gift? Is that... (laughs) That's the and you got people all over the world that won't accept that. You got he came. It's the verse before this says he came to his own and they received him not. Why did they receive him not? They couldn't see who he was. They had a, such a messed up vision of the Father God that he came in all goodness, and they said, "Well, that can't be God. That can't be God." And they received him not. Why? Because he wasn't the image of the, of the God they knew. They had become so far out there. So, so many times that's what's happening with us. The devil is trying to get us to have a wrong image of God so that we receive the goodness not. That's what tradition is built up to do. Well, you know, sometimes he's a God that will do it for you and sometimes you know, he says no and sometimes he says maybe. Maybe. You know, that makes God fairly wavery, doesn't it? Right. That's right. He's not wavery at all. Amen. That's right. he, he's a God that knows exactly. He had your plan before you were born. So do you think that He has to wonder what He's going to do for you? No, He had planned good for you every day of your life. So He's not wondering what He'll do for you. He knows what He's already done for you. So the gift is there. The receiving is what has to change. Amen? Yeah. It's the receiver. You know, you, you, can, you can receive things a lot of ways. Right? How many, how many watch football? Right? <clears throat> what, what if somebody receives the ball, runs downfield, gets to the one-yard line, and fumbles? He received the ball, but he never reached the goal. Huh? Still received. Right? So many times, Christians are receiving things. We're going to look at I tell you what, we don't need football, we need Scripture. Let's look at Scripture. Scripture is what tells us. Right? Let's look back at giving, though. How else does God give? He gives abundantly. Look at James 1.5. Got ahead of myself. James 1 5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask. Let him ask of God who, who, who gives to who? All. And, and people say, You know, I asked for wisdom, I didn't get any. <laughs> what? I got to go with God on this. If you ask for wisdom, you will get wisdom. Right? And, and, and it says, he gives to me, and not only will he give it to you, he's going to give you too much. 
And He's not going to say, what have you been doing? He's not going to have respect to persons. He's not going to abrade people. He is going to give to you. It says, He gives, and he that asks it shall be given. Right? Next verse. But let him ask in faith. Why? Not because that's the decider of whether he gives. It's the decider of whether you receive. You don't ask in faith to decide whether He gave. He already said He's going to give. But if you don't ask for the wisdom of God in faith, you're going you're to hear the wisdom, but because you don't have faith, it's going to sound something crazy. Because God will say, what, you, you, need, you need some extra for your bills this week? Well, you got $10? Say, yeah, I got $10. Go give that to them. And say, well, that ain't the wisdom of God. Right? That is the wisdom of God. But you couldn't receive it because you didn't ask in faith. You didn't ask believing He was the one with all the answers and you were the one with none. Right? Right? Let Him ask in faith because He's the one with all the answers. Glory to God. When we ask in faith, we receive His answer. His wisdom. And when we ask in faith, we can receive it as His wisdom. But the one that won't ask in faith, nothing wavering, He's like a wave of the sea. He'll hear that and He'll hear this and He'll hear that, but He'll never receive anything because He's wavering on everything. He's got two thoughts. He's got ten thoughts. He's got twenty-one thoughts. But He needed one thought. And that was God's wisdom. He asked for wisdom. God gave it. He couldn't receive it. And it says after this, it says, let not that man think he would receive. It didn't say let that man not think that he, God wouldn't give it to him. He said don't let him think that he'd receive it. <laughs> because God already told you He would give it. But without faith, you, without faith you cannot receive it. That's why you have to ask in faith. That's why faith comes by hearing. You got hearing what? Hearing God. Comes by hearing God. Why? What's your faith in? God. So if your faith's in God and you hear God, faith comes. Amen. Amen? Amen. And then you have the ability to receive what He tells you. His word will mean nothing unless you receive it in heart with faith. He said, but I thought you received faith by the Word. Yes. That's exactly how you use faith. comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen? Amen? So as we receive His Word, we believe in Him. Right? Well, just like Peter. Lord, that's you. Tell me to come. He said, come. He believed it was Lord. He heard the Word. He had faith. He did. Amen? He received the Word into the faith that that was the Lord. Amen? So now He has a Word to go with the faith to do it. Because the Word brought faith, and now He can do what, he, what it brought. He can receive it because He received the Lord. How many people can't... If you can't receive the Lord, you can't receive the things of the Lord. Right? Yeah, our first thing is we've got to receive the Lord. Amen? And it's not just that you received Him. How did you receive Him? Is He your Lord? Is He your Savior? Is He your Master? Is He the answer to, your, to every question in your life? Because the question He's not an answer to is where He's not the Lord. 
Amen? That's the place He hasn't gotten to yet. Amen? God's helping us today. This didn't have anything to do with what I was going to preach on. The notes are there, but... Whew. Glory to God. 1 John. 1 John 5. Tell you what, go to 3 and then we'll go to 5. 1 John 3.21. 3.21 says, Beloved. Why does he say beloved? Once he loves. Once he loves. What's he saying? He's saying, Dave, God, God, the God who loves you is talking to you. God loves you. Why? Because he wants you to know that God loves you before he ever gives you any word. Because if you don't believe God loves you, do you trust people who you don't think love you? Are you going to receive things from them? Just like, oh, yep, they said it, it must be true. They don't care anything about me, but they said it, and it must be true. But when they love you, when you're their loved one, glory to God, if our hearts condemn us, not. In other words, condemnation. Condemnation is a faith killer. Why? You won't ask for anything. Why? Because you're not worthy. You know, condemnation is a faith killer. You cannot receive from God in condemnation. If the devil tries to condemn you, just remember, you didn't get where you are by, by being good. You got by where you are because he's good. Amen? Condemnation will keep you out of God's best. It will keep you from asking, first of all. But even if you do ask because of who you feel like you are, you can't receive. Why? Because to receive, you need to be one of His. Beloved, you need to be one of His. Right? So the next thing you ask, you need to be one of His. And you'll receive. It says if our heart condemns us then, then we have condemns us not, then we have confidence. What's He saying? Get rid of the condemnation so that you confidently do the next verse. Amen? Amen? Because with condemnation, you aren't going to do this. And whatsoever we ask, whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him because we keep His commandments. Why do we keep His commandments? Not so we can receive of Him. We receive of Him because we keep of His commandments, not so we can receive of Him. Amen? you got a lot of people say, I've got I to keep the commandments so I can receive from God. No, you, gotta, you receive from God because you keep the commandments. If, if you're doing it the other way, it's backwards. And it won't work. Right? Because it's a hard issue. This is a hard issue. If, if you do it the other way, now you're in works. If you're doing it to get something, you are in works. If you get something because you did it, you're not in works. Why? Because you'd, get, you'd, you'd have done it whether you got something or not. Why? Because you love the Lord. Works will keep you from receiving from God. What was key? Why did He come to His own and they received Him not? Because He came with a message of love and they believed in a message of works. They believed in the law. He believed in the love. Right? They show, he showed them a God of love and they said, well, yeah, but we got the law. We got the Ten Commandments. We got to do... Yeah, do the Ten Commandments. Why? Because you love the Lord. Right? Not because you're trying to get something from Him. Right? 
Whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him because we keep His commandments and do the things which are pleasing in His sight. Things that are pleasing in His sight are things that are done because you love Him. Right? Faith proves love for God. Faith in God will show your love for God. Why? Because you know His love for you. You, you trust in His love and you're loving Him back. You're not trusting in His love to get something. You're trusting in His love and you love Him for loving you. Amen. And you love Him with the love He gave you because love, love, love. Amen? Amen. Amen? There's a reason for doing all things, but the reason for doing the commandments is love. The reason for giving is love. The reason for sowing is love. The reason you came to church is because you love God, not because it's Sunday. Well, because you knew I'd be here. I mean, let's not leave that out. <laughs> this is the confidence. Or, yeah, we're, no, we're, we're. The, um, and whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him because we keep His commandments and those things are pleasing His sight. Go to 1 John 5. And he's still talking about confidence. 1 John 5, 14. 14. And it says, and this is the confidence that we have in Him. That, if we ask anything according to His will. Oh, now here's another thing on receiving. According to His will. And you got people all over the place who say, yeah, it probably wasn't His will. No, <laughs> that's not what that says. It says we should ask according to... Why? Well, he said ask. First of all, that's according to His will. Right? And then ask out of love. Ask out of a pure heart. Ask according to the way... It's in you to ask. Don't ask amiss. If you ask amiss, you're not asking according to His will. It's not just about asking for something that's in the Word. Because you got people, they've used this verse to not receive. They'll make sure they never get anything because they'll just write it off to it's not His will. Because they're saying, well, that's not according to His will for me, I guess. Healing is according to His will. It's written in the will. And they've wrote it off with this verse. And he's saying, ask according to my will. Don't just ask for what I've told you you could have. Ask the way I told you to ask. Huh? Not amiss, not for the wrong, because you love me, because you trust me, and out of the faith in your heart. Ask. Ask out of faith. Don't ask to get faith. Ask things of him out of faith. What did he say in James? Let him ask in faith. Let him ask in faith. When we go to God, let's ask in faith, believing we'll get it before we ask, not waiting to see if we'll get it after we ask. Amen? Amen? Because if you ask something that you know He's already given, well, you already know His will. Right? People say, I don't know if it's His will for me to prosper. He said, I wish above all things that you prosper. Right? It pleases Him when we prosper. God, guess what? God doesn't have a different will for one person to another. Right? And the, re, the way we got that again is works. Well, of course they would get it. Look who they are. They're the same person you are whether you got saved five minutes ago or 50 years ago. They're the exact same person you are. Amen? And they have access by faith to everything you have access to. Everything I have access to. In fact, is more than likely they're easier to receive right now. 
Why? Because they just got the sunshine in their life today. And they don't know any better except to just get it. Right? Nobody's taught them that sometimes it's just not God's will. They hadn't been taught all that junk yet. Right? If we ask anything according to the way He says to ask, and we know that He hears us, and if we know that He hears... What's He saying? If you ask in faith, that's according to His will. Right? According to James that we just read, asking in faith is God's will. So if we ask according to God's will, in faith, and then we know. Why? Because we ask in faith. You knew you were going to get it before you ask. Why? Because you ask in faith. In faith in what? Faith that He's the good Father that He's always been. Faith that He loved you enough to save you, pull you out of the pit, and put you up on high with Jesus Christ. Faith that He that He'll take care of you. Faith that He is your good source, your good shepherd, your spot. Faith that He's never failed you and He never will. You ask in faith, and you know because of your faith in Him. That whatever you ask, whatever you ask, you have. Not will have, have. If I laid $100 up here, the fact is I might even have $100. $100. Sure, I got $100. You know how Jesse talks about she money? It's my she money. A hundred dollars later, right there. So Dave, that that's your hundred dollars. It's Dave's hundred dollars. I just said it's Dave's hundred dollars. You know what? If he goes now, it's his. If he went after church, it'd still be there. It'd still be his. Why? Because it's Dave's hundred dollars. Dave had to have faith that that was Dave's hundred dollars. Right. Now Dave has the hundred dollars because he believed the word I said. Now if Dave's smart, he won't sit there and think about it and say, "Well, that may he may not really want me to have." You know, it's just a it's just a message. Probably after service, he'll want me to give that back to him. No. If he's smart, he'll receive that hundred, and now it's his hundred. Amen? Glory to God. I'm a little short on she money now, so you guys... No. <laughs> God puts in place everything that we need. And we ask. He, he has asked us to ask Him why. It shows faith to ask. Amen? People say, well, he knows what we need before we have asked. Why is he, before we ask, why do we ask? It shows your faith in him to ask. Amen? It's not just polite, it shows what you believe about him. Amen? And it begins the process of the steps of faith. You ask, you know, you know he hears you. Amen? And if you know he hears you, you already have. If Dave would have never got that hundred till the end of service, it still would have been his. And at any moment, he could have walked up and gotten it because it was his. And if he knew it was his, he didn't have to get it right then. He knew he had it. You know, if I tell Ramsey she's getting, some, I I watch what I say now. 
Seriously, man. If I say, Ramsey, we're going to get you a Rolls Royce, she's expecting it. And it don't have to come today, but she will not quit expecting it. Years later, she'll say, Dad, what about that Rolls Royce you got we're going to get me? Why? Because I've, I've shown myself trustworthy in giving her everything she's ever asked for. Amen? Sometimes the right way, and sometimes I'll admit I was wrong. God forgave me and I had fun. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> we know He hears us. Whatsoever we ask, we have that. We know we, don't, we know He hears. That's, that's the key to this. So you ask. First you have to ask, and you have to ask with that confidence. Amen? Don't let your confidence go away. Your confidence in who He is. In who He is. Not, and, then, and then your confidence in who He made you to be. You've got to have two kinds of confidence. Confidence that He's your good Father and that you're His Son. Two confidence. Amen? You know, Ramsey could come in from doing stuff she ought not do, and I'm still Dad. She doesn't run from me. She's never come to me and said, Dad, I, you've, you know what I've been doing. Uh, don't don't get me anything anymore. And in fact, take what I have. <laughs> you know why? Because first of all, she knows I'm still going to get her stuff. Amen? And I'm never going to take back what I've already given her. God does not take back the gifts He's given. The gifts and calls of God are without repentance. He does not take them back. Amen? Glory to God. This is good. I've got to get this CD for sure. Hmm. We ask and we know and we know. That's what he says. This is the confidence. You ask, right? And then he says, and we know that he hears us. He said, you don't guess that he hears you. You're not assuming that he hears you. You know that he hears you. Why? Because you're confident in his love and you're confident in your love. Amen? So you know. Love is the confident factor. If you know God loves you, it will keep you before His throne daily. Amen? When you know that you know that He loves you, and He really did, if you'd have been the only sinner in the whole world, Jesus still would have came for you. That's how much you've got to believe in that love. You can't look at the world and say, Ooh, it's a good thing God came. Good thing He gave Jesus. These people are messed up. Because you were one of them. One day people looked out there and that was you. And they said, that Dave, he needs some Jesus. And you know what? They were right. Dave needed some Jesus. And thank God that God supplied some Jesus for Dave. And He supplied some Jesus for everybody. Amen? And we know that He loves us. We know that He gave His only Son for us. And that gives us confidence. Because He gave His Son, He gave us power to become sons by believing in that Son. And because we believe in that Son, we're confident that we can come before the very throne of God. Now we're in faith. You're now in faith. And the devil say, well, but that may not be God's will. And all of a sudden you pull away. No, stay with God. His will is for anything good in your life. 
If it's good, it's His will. Amen? Don't start writing things off that are in the will because it's not His will for you. You're a son of God. Jesus is the Son of God. You're a son of God. Born after Him. So the very Word of God that He is, you now are. Who? You belong with God. You're part of His Word. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. So many notes. <laughs> Whew. Look at Matthew 5, 8. We'll wrap this up with a couple of verses because it didn't go any way, anywhere near the way I thought, which is good because God's got a good plan. He knows what we need to hear. Right? Guess what? It's not a giving problem, right? It's not a giving problem. If we're not getting something, not a giving problem on God's part. And if you're, a, if you're a son or daughter of this God, it's not a giving problem on your part because you're a giver. By means of relationship, you are now a giver. Whether you act like you or not is up to you. Right? People say, well, if you don't give, you're not a giver. If you are of God, you are a giver. Amen? When God saves you, He gives you His qualities. He gives you everything you need for life and godliness. What's godliness? God-likeness. Right? People say, I'm not a thing like God. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Feel like the elf. (laughs) Yes, you are. If you're saved, you are like God. Amen? And you have everything in you. Remember the, the movie Ants? Did you guys see the movie Ants? Huh? Was it Ants? And he took that acorn and he showed it to the other ant and he said, everything's in here to make this. And he pointed at an oak tree. Everything is in you to become a son of God. Not just a son that goes to heaven someday, but a son who reigns on the earth. Just like Jesus. Jesus reigned on the earth. People couldn't do things to Him that, that weren't His time. Thing, he, he healed and he, he went about, Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. That's what we're supposed to do. Why? Because you're a son of God. And that's what a son of God does. That doesn't mean you lay hands on every person you see. Sometimes healing comes in a different form. Right? Sometimes, you know, here's something weird for you. You guys will think I'm weird, but that's okay. (laughs) I'm sitting in the airport yesterday. And I'm watching this family. They have a little girl. That's why I was watching them, actually, because it's all a little girl. I'm a sucker. So I see the little girl. And I look at that family. And God says, Pray for them because something is going to try and come on them years from now that I want them to overcome. And he told me what it was, but I'm not going to say. And he said, pray for them. Why? Because now that prayer is in place forever. And it's a door, open door for him to work in their life. And he said, pray for them. And I said, okay. And I prayed for them. Amen? Why? Because I'm a son of God. I go about doing good 
right? And healing all those that are oppressed of the devil. That doesn't mean you have to go up and talk to everybody you see. It means you have to listen to God just like Jesus did and act in the way he acted. Amen? And don't I wish that I did that more often? And I'm going to. Amen? Because everywhere we are, we're there by purpose. Amen? And if you're there by purpose, receive the purpose you're there for. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He uses things, doesn't he? Thank you, Lord. Matthew 5, 8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are those that, ha- that their motives are right. Why is God saying, ask according to my will? Ask with a pure heart. That's according to his will. Ask for the right reasons. Ask out of love. Ask in faith out of love. That's God's will. God's will is that you ask in faith. Faith works by love. Right? So you want to have confidence before God? Know that you ask in faith out of love. Love never fails. How can you be more confident than you could be in something that never fails? You ask out of love and you ask love. How can that fail? You want, a, you want a solid prayer life? Ask that way. Pray that way. Amen? We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. We have a very high call in the earth today. Amen? It's not just to be here until He takes us away or we come back. Amen? <laughs> or, or we leave. Our purpose isn't just to be here. Our purpose is to be Him here. Jesus came down here with purpose. He came down here to be God on the earth. And the Word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word of God, you cannot separate the Word of God and God. They are inseparable. Amen? And He put us here in that capacity. And if we'll listen and do what He says, we open doors for Him all day to do what He wants to do. To do what He wants to do. Amen? That's what Jesus did. He opened a door for God to come down and work through His people. And He opened that door so wide that He invited us in to be a part. And when Jesus left, He said, greater works will you do. One of the reasons you'll do greater works is because there's more of us. Amen? If Jesus could do so much that they couldn't fit it all in all the books in all the world while He was here in three and a half years, how much could we do? With all of us, how much could we do? You talk about a greater work. We could do a greater work. Amen? We've got to believe in who He's made us. We've got to receive with a pure heart out of the right motives. Right? Because we know He loves us. Right? We know we love Him, and we know we love everyone else. If you love other people, you'll have a pure heart. It'll never be about you. It'll always be about something else. Amen? I remember when they first started asking me to travel back and forth to Florida several years ago. Man, my heart wasn't pure at all. It's like, I don't want to travel. Every week I'm traveling back and forth. I need to see my wife once every three or four weeks. This, this isn't good. And then I thought, wait, everywhere I am, I'm there for a purpose. And I, every time I went somewhere at an airport traveling, I began to start, stop and look and think, why am I here? Who am I here for? Because if I'm traveling today, I'm here for somebody. 
And God was faithful time after time. Why? Because we're always here for somebody. To show me somebody, to encourage. One time somebody was on the plane I hadn't seen in years and, and got to minister to him. He was having a rough... There, it's just God opens those doors because of who we are in Christ. And that is the confidence we have when we ask. When I ask Him to, to bring people across my path, I was confident that He would do it. Why? Because I ask with the right motive out of the right heart. Not so I could tell everybody in the world about it. I'm just telling you now because it goes with the message. Trust me. I've done other things that aren't good. You don't need to hear about those. You need to hear about some good things today. What, what does that prove? It proves that no matter who you are, you can yield to the spirit of love and do the things of God in the earth every day, no matter what condition you think you're in. If you'll yield to that spirit and begin to do things the way God wants them done and through you, then what's going on in your life will pass away. It won't, it, the bad things, you won't even notice. Why? Because so many good things are happening. So many, you're getting to minister and you're watching life come where death once was. Why? Because you yielded to the Spirit of God. And everywhere you went, you were a son of God. Doing good and healing all those oppressed of the devil. Glory to God. Whew, I like this message. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. What's he saying? They'll go to heaven someday and see Him? No, they'll, understand, they'll see God. In other words, they'll understand why God did what God did. They'll understand the love of God for them and others. They'll see God. Amen? That's what we need to do. We need to see. Why could His people not receive Him? They couldn't see Him. They never saw Jesus as who He was. Why? Because they couldn't see Him. Amen? What would keep us from not receiving from God? Not seeing Him. Not seeing Him. You want to receive from God? You want to receive assignment from God? You want to receive your plan in your life daily from God? Have a pure heart. Amen? Wake up in the morning. You know, some mornings I wake up and say, Ugh. some mornings I'm like, let's do this, not this. Amen? Let's get the pretty face, not the ugly face, even if your hair's messed up. All right? Receive God the way He is and for who He is. Receive His Word for His Word. Amen? They couldn't receive Him because they couldn't receive Him nor the Word He spoke. Why? Because it wasn't the God they knew. Amen? They knew a different God, so therefore they couldn't see God and they couldn't receive the Word from God. Receive the Word. Look at 1 Thessalonians. We'll close with this. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 says, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you receive the Word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the words of men, but as it is in truth, the Word of God. What's he saying? The reason the Word, and then, well, even look at the last verse, it says, which effectually works also in you that believe. Well, why is it working? Because they received it by faith as the Word of God. You can stand up here today and say, that's just Dave talking. That's just Dave. 
And, and you could do that. And you could leave here and you could have received what Dave said. Well, what Dave said has zero power. And you can receive it today as the Word of Dave. Amen? Or you can do what he thanked God for, and that's what I thank God for, that this isn't, and it's what I always pray before I preach, that it not be the Word of man, that it be the very words of God, not ideas and opinions, but truth. Amen? Because when it becomes truth, it makes you free. And when it becomes truth, it makes others free through you. Amen? He said, he said, for this, he said, I, I, this cause, I, I thank God without ceasing because when you received the word, lots of people received the word of God, but they don't receive it as the word of God. When we write it off because it didn't, we didn't see it in our life, and when we write it off as something else, we just wrote it off as mere words, not the word of God. Amen? That's why he says stand. Stand. Stand why? Because stand because this is the Word of God. You don't need to go anywhere else. You're in the place where your answer is. Stand. Having done all, stand. Why? Because there's nowhere else where there's an answer. You're now where it is. Amen? He says, when you heard the Word of God, what you heard of us. They heard it through Paul, right? Paul and the ministers he brought with him. Obviously, Paul wasn't the only one that ministered. Obviously, Paul wasn't the only one that ministered. Obviously, Paul wasn't the only one that ministered. Had several other people ministering in the church at Thessalonica. And they received the word, not of the word of Paul or who else ever was there with him. I'm sure we could read back and find out who all was there. But they received it as the word of God. Why? They trusted God. They trusted who they were in God. They trusted who God put them under to hear from God. Huh? <laughs> I won't go very much further with that one. Right? And they, and they believed that this was the Word of God. And they received it as the Word of God and as truth. They received it as truth, the Word of God, which effectually works also in you who believe. In other words, when you receive it as the Word of God, now the works come. You don't get works by, to do the word of, word of God. You get the Word of God to do works. Amen? And it effectually is working in us because we receive it for what it is. It's not a giving problem. The Word is given. The truth is given. The love was given. Jesus was given. Redemption is here. Everything is ours. We have, the, we have the power to become sons and daughters of the Most High God. We, it's, that's not a giving problem. This is how we receive. And people say, well, yeah, but you just told us you don't do everything right, Dave. Dave ain't talking. If Dave was talking, I can tell you right now, this message would be on a whole different chapter in a whole different book. And I believe that. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Are you guys glad you're in church today? I'm glad, if nothing else, I was here with family. Because we feed and strengthen one another. We encourage and exhort one another. 
Because we are all sons and daughters of the Most High God. And we're designed to work together with one another. You know, we may not all go the same places, but we all have the same heart. So when I go, your heart goes with me. When, when you go, my heart goes with you. Amen? Amen? Because why? We're all part of the same family. We're all sons and daughters of God. Glory to God. And as we believe and receive what He's already given us, then we will do the works of Jesus in the earth. That's what Jesus did. He received who God made Him to be, and He went about doing good works and healing all those that are present. People say, well, He was Jesus. Sure He was Jesus. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sure He was Jesus. And He came as a man, full of the Holy Ghost. How many men full of the Holy Ghost I got out here? You're just like Jesus. With the same abilities to listen, hear, and do as he did. He received on the highest level. He received everything God spoke as the word of God. He didn't change it one bit. And he walked in power and in love. Amen? That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Everywhere we go, when we see people, it's not just a person. It's not just a person walking down the street. It's not just a person sitting there with a sign. It's not just a person yelling at the cashier. It's a hurting person. Amen? And we look at them different. Why? Because we are the sons of God. And we have received the Word of God and the love of God and the abilities of God. And we can make differences everywhere we go. But our first deal is to receive from God. And we know we can because we have confidence because of who He is and who we are. Amen? You got a song, Miss Cheryl? I trust you. I trust you. I trust you, Lord, I do. Thank you.